We're back at Universal Orlando as we cover Poseidon's Fury. Welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 152 for the week releasing Monday, March 21st, 2011. Welcome to spring. This is Adam. I'm here in the studio alone this week as Doug and I have had a rough week. It's been pretty busy for the both of us. And so we decided on our lunch break to sit outside and uh, record a little bit of the segment for this week's show. On this week's show, we're talking about the Poseidon attraction that is in Universal Studios' Islands of Adventure. It's a great attraction. You'll hear more about it later. Uh, But don't forget, you can always email us just for feedback or just to get in touch with us at podcastoftheseamazingplaces.com. And I also want to give a shout-out. Thanks so much for everybody who's been viewing YouTube videos of ours. You've been sending us comments, and we've been responding, and it's just a great time to be able to communicate with people and help everybody plan their vacations out. So stick with us, and we'll have some fun this week. Don't forget, if you want to get in contact with us, just go to our website. You can send us an email directly from there or email us directly. We're also on Flickr and YouTube. Just go to our website, theseamazingplaces.com, for those links. And we're also on Twitter. Okay, and as we move on with the show, Doug and I sat down and had a conversation about deals at Universal Studios this summer. All right, everybody. Hey, here we are. And uh, if you hear some weird noises, yes... It's, uh, there's a fountain here, we're near a road, there's even people playing uh, frisbee golf in the distance, and uh, there's, I think there's some geese around here, but... <laughs> oh, there's a bird. <laughs> yeah, we're in the middle of Animal Kingdom. Yeah. No, sorry, wrong park this week. We wish, but... Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so the travel segment is the first thing we're going to talk about, and the main thing, there's two main deals going on. Doug, why don't these, you... these deals last pretty much throughout the year, so... Uh, I guess don't feel like they're going to run out on you before the end of summer or something. You have plenty of time to book those and uh, and go and try out the parks. The first one actually is a four-night, three-day deal. With that, you get a three-day base ticket, which means you cannot hop parks, which I think is probably okay anyway. You can spend a whole day in each park there, and you'll be fine. Yep. With that, you get a uh, breakfast at Three Broomsticks. That is the uh, restaurant in... Um, in Hulk, not Hogwarts. Wizarding World of Harry Thank Potter. You. Thank you. Yep. Um, uh, you also get early admittance. It is has a $299 minimum. That's to stay at the Quality Inn. And they probably have some other minimum uh, places. And a $659 maximum, which is staying at like the Lowe's Royal Pacific. That would be right on premises. And so basically, I guess it depends on how nice of a stay uh, you want to have. I, I guess I look at it this way, how much time are you really going to spend in your room? And so most of the time I think you're going to be in the parks. It all depends on economically what you want to spend and uh, and basically how much money you want to wrap up into the trip. Uh, I guess I always look at it though, you're still going to have nice accommodations probably even at $299. Uh, anyway, with that also you have 32 uh, uh, places to pick from 
for your accommodations. And the prices varies differently depending on. Right. Some of those are, what was the highest price there? That $6.59, we, that was at Lowe's Royal Pacific. That is a really, I mean, nice, nice one. place, yeah. It's close, you take boat transportation on the water, it's easy. Right. Um, also, the Quality Inn one I read, you get complimentary transportation through a shuttle bus. Right. So it does at least give you that. But, okay, uh, but also remember though, you're gonna have to arrange your own uh, transportation from the uh, from the airport yes. when you are staying at uh, at any basically when you're doing the uh, Universal Parks. Okay. Second uh, deal. Okay. Second deal is uh, it has a uh, it's a two park getaway is what it's called. It has a uh, $239 uh, low end, and with that you get a two day three night base ticket. It has a $495 high end, which is the Royal Pacific, and uh, basically you do not eat breakfast at the the uh, three broomsticks, but you do get breakfast in your hotel. You still get the same early admittance. Uh, with the early admittance, I guess we should describe that a little bit. Basically, it means you get into the parks an hour before everyone else. Um, strange thing was now Adam and I actually were at the gates early and saw some of those people heading in when we were there, and they actually did let us in about 15 minutes early, wouldn't right. you say? The so, official thing was nine o'clock. They let us in at 8.45. And by the time we got up there to catch up with the people who had already got early entry, the funny thing was the Forbidden Journey ride in Harry Potter was kind of closed down, so it took a while. But anyway, not to say that's going to happen on your trip. You at least get an opportunity. You don't have to stay at a Universal Partner Hotel or anything to get sort of in early if you want to get up early. And some people don't do it like we do where you're there all the entire day you may want to sleep in so anyway it may not be beneficial for you but and also with these in case we haven't described uh it or in case you haven't listened to our older first visit show to these parks uh they do not have a fast pass system like disney has they do have a fast pass kind of a fast pass express pass i believe it's universal called. express right mm-hmm. but you would also have to you have to pay extra money for that and i think it gives you one time on each attraction that you can go in and use uh, for that day, so it's not exactly like Disney's, um, and also you end up paying an extra cost for it. I Unless think. you're staying at the hotels, right? Then you get it in, you get it free along with your hotel stay. Right. So, okay. So this week, uh, now I do think that yeah, that takes care of the the travel travel stuff that we have and the deals that they have going on. So uh, all right, uh, next we're going to move on to the uh, to our feature attraction for the week, and first we'll take a break. Fire. All right, so here we are back, and I gotta tell you, this attraction, uh, what's the official name? It's Poseidon's Fury. It's in the uh, Universal Studios Islands of Adventure, which is the same park that you'll see with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in. It's in the Lost Continent there, and uh, I think the attraction was actually even after going through the Wizarding World, this was close to one of my favorite attractions to yep. just go into. Um, yeah, definitely, it's got a unique perspective, and the fact we were talking about this earlier, it's not a movie, so you can't walk into it and just assume that you're walking into the world of some movie like right. in Harry Potter. But the thing about it is, it captures your attention and it creates that atmosphere that's there that you're like, wow, this is pretty neat. And it has the mythical Greek kind of uh, uh, courtyard to it. Outside of that, you're basically dealing with uh, 
uh, in the Lost Continent. It's kind of like Arabian Nights or something like that. You would see it. It's very. You mean uh, outside of the queue area? Yeah, outside of that the entrance. Area. Yeah, the Lost Canton, the Lost Continent land is a little bit unique in that it's got a. Yeah, it is different like that. So, um, there, I think there's a Fire Eaters Grill there, and there's, uh, you know, Sinbad, the Journey of Sinbad, or yeah, the. Which, the Voyage of Sinbad, Voyage of which Sinbad. is what we did. We've done that show already, right? Yeah. Yep. And uh, so anyway, it's uh, it's a kind of a neat area, but when you enter it into this queue, it's just cool to see the foot, foot yeah. of two feet of the statue that have been torn apart because of just what's going on and what you're about to enter. And so it's neat to just kind of look around there. And it's huge. The yeah. courtyard outside is huge. There's water. There's many different things to kind of walk around and explore in the whole area. Um uh, the, basically, the place where the ride is, is stored in, it looks like a giant, maybe, coliseum, dilapidated old coliseum with the large stone pillars that are kind of collapsing on the outside. Yeah. Uh, uh, dried up areas that would have had maybe water coming out of them at some point. I guess if you were thinking about, like, Atlantis, what it, you would picture yes. Atlantis. Yeah. But you would picture it many years afterwards as it was dilapidated. This is kind of what this place would look like. Yeah, that's, I didn't think about that. And it also... Um, the storyline goes that, uh, you know, the gods were fighting, the Greek gods, um, and that's why it's fallen apart. It's not necessarily just due to age, but also due to the fact that they're basically fighting each other. And so it's cool to kind of have that picture in your mind as you walk in to see the, just the difference and what's and going so, on. So Actually, and you brought that up, as you walk in, this entire ride basically is walking uh, you'll sit in a couple, well, one area, but you're standing most of the time, walking, yeah. standing, and you're with basically a group of people. It's split up really into, I would say four rooms, but it's really three, and then some really cool effects in each room, and one that we'll describe going from one room into the other. Yeah. So I figured we'll just... I wanted of, to go into just the fact that the, it is a walking ride, so yeah, handicapped, wheelchairs, anything, but you do have to stand... You have, the, you have to have the ability to stand. There are poles you can lean against, but you can't. There's nothing to sit on. There's not seats. You're moving. Um, you're kind of in the middle of a show, sort of to speak. Like, you're kind of a part of this tour. And so the fact that this is like this, if you've got small children and they're, obviously they're standing, they're going to be, not be able to see very well, you know. I don't, what was your perspective from standing? I know Yeah, you would definitely have to put children, hold them or have them maybe even up on your shoulders. But you could not do that, have them on your shoulders as you were walking them from room to room. Yeah. Um, and you might be able to do it though as you're in each, in each room so they can kind of see. That could really annoy the person though that's behind you. Most of the rooms are set up. Uh, I know of one of them that I can think of is set up in almost a the theater, outdoor theater, like an amphitheater. Yeah. Seating. Uh, There's so that tiered, helps a little bit. tiered steps that you're standing on. So it does, yeah. But uh, also from a perspective of a child, it, there are some loud moments, and you'll yeah. hear this, those loud moments, but it's the special effects with fire and water and lasers, scary things that children might be a little scared of. But it, it, the good thing is it's not a ride that is moving, so... I mean, you could probably take any child on it as long as you, obviously, if they're too young and they're going to get scared of that, you'll you'll be able to gauge that because you know your kids. Yeah. Okay, we're just going to jump through the rooms and give you kind of a brief uh, overview of what each room is kind of like. First room that you're going to enter into uh, basically is where everybody's kind of gathering together and a guy comes out to speak to you. He will be like your tour guide through the rest of the thing. I really believe a lot of this uh, attraction 
It's dependent upon how good your tour guide is. Oh, the guy we have, which you'll hear in this, is hilarious. He was really good uh, as far as just the inflection and in his voice and stuff to create the moment for you. And plus, and he also helps to create the moment even as you walk from room to room. Yeah, so we got him. You'll be able to hear him most of the way through. And the stuff that he has to say really made a lot of the attraction. You'll hear people laugh and stuff. But it's just the things that he says and the way that he kind of brings about each scene. He's dressed, he's dressed kind of in an archaeological outfit, too, so it's kind of like he's taking you on this dig journey almost, sort of like they found this temple and they're going in deeper and they're, things like that. So it's kind of cool to, to think, think of that visually in your mind if you've not been on this attraction and uh, listen to him as he talks through those, these things. So anyway, in the first room, he's going to begin to kind of describe what you'll be able to hear. You know, uh, He's waiting on a professor who really never shows, and that's kind of where the theme begins to take off, that... The professor has basically been taken. He's caught caught up within uh, the problems that are taking place. And, uh, and then, of course, he angers the gods at some point within that first room. And the wall opens up and you head off into the second room. And that's where you start to see the effects really begin to take place in the ride. Uh, we have pictures of, as best I could get, of uh, the lasers that were in the rooms. Uh, they do water screens. They do stuff like that. Second room, do you remember exactly what all went on in the second room? No, but... Uh, I know it was lasers. It was kind of a stage scene I... that begins to take place. It's more, though, kind of where he comes out at some point and makes some jokes, does things like that. And then at that point you move... This is really, I thought, the coolest part of the attraction, where you're moving from the... Uh, uh, is it the second room? Third room. Third room into the fourth room. You're going through a water tunnel. Yeah, they call it the water vortex. Yeah. And it, it really is a water fall around you it's just a circle circular water i don't even know you'll hear in the audio it just sounds like this rush of craziness and you walk uh you know on like a bridge but the water is shooting around yeah, you actually, and it really is right. moving around it you. is literally and you can feel the mist coming off of it that is from the second room to the third room the third room is the battle scene room but but yeah i mean it's not just too that it's dark and you have this water moving around you it's very light like uh -huh. blue light as you're passing through there. Uh, yeah, and you hear the roar of the water. We actually, too, have some video of yes, it. Yes, of and that. And I think that we'll probably just stick it up on Flickr and you can watch us as we walked from room to room. That actually really set a lot of the theme for me uh, in the entire ride. Uh, just between that and the humor of, uh, of your uh, tour guide as you're heading through there, you're going to the last scene. Basically, this is a battle scene between the two gods. Uh, of course, you know, it all comes out well. Uh, in there, but this is where they use a lot. Really, they kind of do the finale of special effects in there with yeah. water screens, mm -hmm. uh, with lasers, with a lot of stuff. Bright lights, with darkness. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in that room. And then, of course, the scene's over and you get some more humor from your MC and you're out. Yeah. So overall, it's a great attraction. It's a long ride, so uh, it's kind of why we wanted to do it this week. We don't have a lot of time to talk about a lot of things, so... Uh, it's probably, I think it's 20, 20 minutes or so. Yeah, about 20 minutes. And uh, it's a great attraction to go on. I would suggest that if you, you probably want to go to this attraction early because if you're there during the summer and it's busy, this is all an air-conditioned place, so a lot of people will tend to go to this place. And because it's a 20-minute kind of like thing, you might wait. You have to wait for the first group to go through in order for you to get in. So it, it does make the line last a lot longer, although... There is a line part inside that's 
where the lights are dimming and you're just waiting and that's all air conditioned in there right. so you actually if the line's not too long you're inside air conditioning waiting so i guess that's not a bad thing if it's especially if you're there in the summer and it's hot and too many which people, means so. that it's going to be slammed don't discount this ride i just can say i know a lot of people are going to want to run and spend their whole time in wizarding world of harry potter and i'm telling you go on this attraction don't discount it definitely uh, don't let anybody talk you out of it go in and check it out for yourself if you've not been there and you're, you've spent the money to get there yeah harry potter is definitely something to see but this attraction is i i think this is my the top three this is the top of the top three in that park to, to go see in the areas of the lands and all that stuff so all right well i think that pretty much gives them a good description and so uh, i think it's time we'll just play the audio and then uh we'll sign out all right enjoy all right professor everybody's here come on out and start the tour get that tour rolling he is not here <laughs> you know i'll go ahead and start the tour he always likes to make a big grand entrance and jumping in soon well, I always seen as this was the ceremonial chamber of the great god Poseidon until his trusted high priest, Lord Darkon, he sealed the chamber and he killed everyone inside as a sacrifice to the dark of that guy. And this bloody night resulted in giving Darkon great power, right? Power of the challenge, even Poseidon himself. There was a huge battle of like
goddess, guardian of the temple. Um, I, I guess it was me, Taylor. You hold Poseidon's trident in your hand. What? What is your request of me? This whole thing is Poseidon's trident. What is your wish? I shall not ask again. We even want to get out of here. Don't want to go home. Alas, it is beyond my power to grant you passage back to your world. The Dark One has sealed the doors to this chamber with a locking spell impervious to magic. The way home is now impossible. No, no, there's gotta be something you can do. All is not lost. All right. While I cannot help you back to the surface, I can provide you with safe passage deeper into this temple. Deeper? Are you nuts? Wait, I'm getting this out of here. Yeah? Listen. Hey, that sounds of like the ocean. Quickly, we have precious little time. Bearer of the Trident Gold, prepare to journey into the heart of this temple, into the chamber of Poseidon. Are you brave enough to make the passage under? Yes. Are we brave enough? After a couple minutes walk through the water vortex, we continue with the attraction. Oh, my goodness, for you, they're the plans of dresses. 
I order you, give me that trident! My dead body! Yes, bless you. And there you have it. What a great attraction to check out, especially if you're going for Harry Potter and you've not seen this attraction before, or even, I'm sure those of you that have seen it, you would be more than willing to, if you have the time, to go and check it out again. 
Well, thanks so much for listening this week, everybody. Uh, it's been a crazy week. Uh, there's a lot of things going on in our lives right now. We're in transition, but don't fear. We're, we're continuing to do the podcast as long as we have time to release shows. And it is quite fun to actually sit down and uh, do some fun stuff here, especially now that we're in spring and we're just thinking about summer and just having fun in the summer. If you uh, want to, just feel free to leave us some reviews on iTunes. We're always looking for those. And once again, thanks for taking time out of your week to check us out. Uh, We'd love to hear from you, but if you don't have time or you don't think of it, Doug says that all the time. He listens to tons of podcasts but doesn't ever get the chance to email him or contact him. Uh, We understand. It's busy enough releasing shows. so. So thanks again. We appreciate your support of listening to the shows and hope you guys have a great week. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2011. Thanks so much for listening. What'd you think, huh? Huh? The, when the room opened up? Uh, yeah, I did. Everything. Isn't that crazy? Kind of everything, man. I'm taking pictures of all of it. No, I mean, what did you think? Oh, man. That yeah. was wild. The water vortex that thing? That was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, just the sound of the water around you. Yeah.